Oh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Fitbit Pod. My name is Ben Lamas, and with me always, Dirk Jaisinga. Hello, Benjamin. We are excited because we have a guest joining us for this episode. Yes. I got, was very lucky to work with this uh, this hilarious comedian uh, about two, three weeks ago. Uh, we did stand up. I knew of her work, but I never actually got to work with her before, and I'm excited. But I'm actually going to kick off by reading her own biography on her mm. own website, which is. Comedian, broadcaster, actor, and pole dancer is Australia's number one ethnic, ethically non-monogamous, sober, bisexual, divorcee comedian. Please welcome <laughs> Bianca Ismail Lovski. Thank you. Thank you. You got, the body, you got everything right except for the name. <laughs> except for, yeah, and as someone who is named like Jai Singer, it's like I take it as a personal um, like a, um, a duty that I have to make sure I pronounce people's names correctly. Yeah. But I was so torn off by the number of <laughs> other words along the way. So can, yeah. first off, uh, Ismailovsky, that's how you go with it? That's right, Ismailovsky. That's how, that's how I'm rolling with it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, nice. Well, how would you, if you were back in, because your background is Croatian? Yeah. So if you were in Croatia, how would they pronounce it? I think they would say Ismailovsky. Ismailovsky. Like Ismailovsky. Yeah. But uh, I don't even think the name is Croatian. So I think... I think my dad may have been part Maso, maybe. I really don't know. but Maso. Yeah. I think there's some, like, Maso around. So yeah. I, I don't know what the Croatian people would say. Have you travelled I... to, to Croatia, Mash? Uh, no, I haven't been back since I was nine. Uh, I got to get, yeah, it's been a, it's been a while, unfortunately. I, I need to get my butt back there. Um, but my dad died, so there hasn't been much reason to head on back. Um, yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. That's, that's, that's totally. Yeah. But did he leave anything behind that you wanted to collect? A grave. Um, right. no, <laughs> no. I mean that's hard. That's hard to put in the carry-on luggage. That's it's surely hard to bring you, you got to do that check-in. <laughs> no, um, well, my dad was a famous Croatian pop star, so mm. we already got the royalties of oh, the music digitally. Really? So, so there's nothing when, to grab. When, I, I know that he was famous uh, Croatian pop star, but if equivalent of what? Saying that if you were an Amer- if he was American, what level did he hit? Like, are yeah, we talking okay. Bieber, or are we talking? That's like- a really interesting question because, like. It, he was he was big, mm. really big, because I don't have much over there. But like to the yeah. point that now, if I meet a Croatian person and I ask them, "Do you know this band?" they lose their shit. Like they they are mm. they love the band, so it's mm. quite a popular. Is he like band the John Farnham of Croatia? He's better than that. John Bon Jovi. <laughs> John no, bon jo- he, he. You know what, John Farnham? That's a really good one. Yeah, he's like the John Farnham of Croatia. Right. Um, so he's continually he's continually on his last tour. <laughs> Constantly oh, until I think it stopped recently though. until he carked it. Yeah, he it's so funny because he he died on the 31st of December, so New Year's Eve 99. Like oh, he was just he like, the Y2K. yeah, he was just like, you know what, the Y2K is gonna be a problem. I'm pacing and literally just like left. Wow, wow, yeah, can we ask how he died? Cancer, oh. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It wasn't like a blaze of glory kind of thing. No, no, it wasn't his style. He was quite lazy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. But then for a high achieving person, though, like, you know, he must have been very talented if he was also lazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he was very talented. I think, like, anything to do with music, he was really passionate about and really good about. But, like, things like, I don't know, raising kids, mm, not <laughs> something that he was, you know, like, he it's wasn't really a hands-on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, he wasn't a hands-on parent. He lived in another country. So Well, th- that's an interesting yeah. kickoff point because we've talked about this, you and I, in, um, and it was about you saying, like, you almost kind of get it when you said he was chasing his career. You're like, you know, yeah. fair enough, kids are in the way. A hundred percent. Like I still, to this day, I'm like, I don't know why they bothered with kids. I don't know why they, my parents who would have been, you know, my mum was like living the pop star wife. Wasn't she like a Miss World or something? Miss Yugoslavia. There you go. So, you know, I don't know why they would be like, let's have kids. It just doesn't seem to make sense. But I guess, you know. Are you the only one? No, I have a brother. I have a brother. Yeah. So, um, that's that's it like yeah. I, I don't know and, and i i agree like if i was in famous in croatia and there was a war and my wife was like we gotta go because there's a war yeah. i would be like you know what i'm famous here so i'm gonna mm. stay here but you take the kids and have fun 
and I'm just going to stay here and be a pop star. I get it. So should she, she, she came over here when the when everything was kicking off in the nineties? It's a, oh, it's such a hard uh, way to describe. My mom is from here. She's Croatian, but yep. she was born and bred here. Born and bred. Oh. Um, born here, and my dad was over there, and my mum won Miss Yugoslavia in Australia, yes. and they shipped her over there to be like, this is what you would look like if you had access to dental care. And (laughs) then after doing her tour there, she met my dad and um, she then moved there, but then decided to come back because of the war. Right, right. Okay, okay. Which, to be honest, was a wise decision. Smart move, babe. 100%. Like, things got pretty hairy there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and also, forget that. That country, Croatia in particular, even Macedonia, they're still recovering. Like it's not like it's 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 like I travelled through Croatia and and you know a lot of it, a lot of people are struggling. Unemployment is huge up there. It's like you know it's very hard. Croatia controls the coast, yeah. so you know like you know there's only small little bits that Serbia can actually gain access to, and yeah, it's it's it's. it's not- yeah, it's yeah, it's it's quite. It's really messy. It yeah. is messy up there. Like, because mm. I remember when I was traveling as well. It's like, uh, what do you guys do for work? There was a lot of Airbnbs, and be like, um, you know, well, tourism is their biggest biggest thing because all the factories and a lot of that work was actually in other parts of Yugoslavia. So when it got all chopped mm. up, so did all the industries as well. Anyway, check out my podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know. No, I love this. Give, please tell me the history of my own country because I don't know it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is yeah. there something as like Dutch planning? Is that what you're doing? The <laughs> well, at the time, because like, because you, you see, and I wanted to go there because it was so beautiful, and I went to Dubrovnik and all those kind of places. Wow. And but then the difference between like, you know, you go to Dubrovnik and then you go to I think Zagreb, and you're just like, oh my god, the difference between the two is insane. Like, I, yeah, one's yeah, beautiful, yeah. and the other one's the most depressing thing I've ever been to. Like, I <laughs> like the visions I have of Zagreb are just yuck. Like, it's. So- Oh, Rose. Oh, um, but like, that's where my dad lives. Shout out you know? to our like, Zagreb <laughs> listeners. <laughs> that's where I'm from. I'm, I'm from Zagreb, and it's like, oh my god, it's bleak. It's bleak. It's, it's very Did, bleak. Uh, was it's... Popstar Dad was Popstar Dad punching above his weight when he was with your mom? Oh, a thousand. He's so ugly. I I don't understand. Like, uh, I always thought he was ugly, right? But then. <laughs> My mom recently has been like, mm, you know, because your father wasn't the most attractive person. Like if I'm talking about someone that I'm sleeping with and I, I mentioned that they're hot, my mom will kind of neg me about being shallow. And I know she does it by using like the marriage to my ugly father as like yes. acting like she's better than me. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, you're not the only person that's married an ugly guy. Okay. For one. And, yeah. you know, <laughs> so like, I know that move of marrying someone below you. So it looks like you're not shallow. I've been there. <laughs> Um, but, but he yeah, had no, money. She... I presume he had money. No, because he was in Zagreb. Uh-uh. I mean, he was my dad. My dad was like rich for Zagreb terms. He was rich in Zagreb terms, right? Yeah. Like he was, he was, he was a pop star. He was wealthy. He was part of the elite. But like, you know, it, yeah, it's it'd be like I don't know someone that's been on The Voice in Australia. I guess like you know, like like not. We have a, just dropped down a fair few notches there. We've Farnham. Gone John we Farnham to I came second on The Voice. Um, no, I mean, yeah, like. That's a, financially yeah. i mean i guess yeah in terms of that sort of thing yeah right, right, yeah yeah right. i mean like i do still get money from his royalties though and it is a nice surprise so i guess actually he might have been doing okay and- is this is this too grasp to ask because just because it's an area of the world or type in you know, the industry that i have no idea about yeah if it's not too crass to ask can i ask like when you say you get royalties how often does it happen and is it a once a year kind of check? it's twice a year and can we ask what amount are we talking? Like, are we talking thousands? Are we talking millions? Oh, no, it's not thousands. Are we I mean, like, billions? Are we talking? Oh, God, I wish. No, I would say I split it between my brother and I. We get it twice a year. And it really just, I guess it depends, but I probably would get like close to 700 to 1,000 each time. Each so, time. Cool. Wow. That's, that's pretty that's good pretty, considering yeah. like he hasn't released shit for since 99, you know. At I mean, least 99. Yeah. And, um, Yes. That's, it's, it, you know, it's like getting dividends in shares, you know, like, you know, like you, you, you just get the dividends and you're like, well, yeah, I put, in, I put, a, put a bit of money back then. In this case, your dad, you know, delivered something else. To you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. It's, so, it's, uh, how, old yeah. Is exactly. he, how old is he when he died in 99? That's a great question. No yeah. idea. So he, what about, I didn't know him super well. Well, how um, old were you? 
I was nine. Yeah. Okay, yeah, nine. yeah right, okay, right, that's right. really young. Like that's and, yeah. and especially if you didn't have the strongest connection with him, like it would be, you know, that, that's it, that would be quite confusing as a child as well. Um, well, it, it's actually interesting. It was more confusing later in life because my mom uh, and my dad, they never stopped loving each other. It was just this terrible war that got in the way. Yeah. And so as a wow. kid, I always had this really, uh, you know, my parents were divorced. So I just assumed they stopped loving each other. I wasn't until, I don't know, I was like 15 and my mom had like snapped at me one day and started crying. And I was like, what is your problem? And she's like, I really miss your dad. And I was like, well, why? Like you divorced him. And she's like, yeah, but I loved him. Like I had to leave him. Mm. So then I had this real like thing of, oh, you know, love, you can find the love of your life and still it doesn't work out kind of thing. And then later in life, um, after I discovered feminism, I was like, oh, wow. Like my dad was a deadbeat dad. I like, it, it was like all this journey of like, and then I realized like, oh, he didn't want me. And now yeah. I kind of have this thing of like, you know, because my mom loved him so much she made him such an active part in our life, even though he wasn't there. Like every night it was like, kiss dad, good night. And like, That's we'd have like a photo of him. And like, I thought he was really present. An album. Or yeah. an album. Hold up dad's like <laughs> platinum album. Um, but like, so I had this idea that he was this real, um, like loving person in my life. He was a figure in my life and I mourned him a lot. But as I've gotten older, I'm like, oh, I see it that like, he didn't want me in his life. Um, and, I, and I get it. I'm like, honestly, like not even... Well, you didn't fit. I didn't fit in you his didn't life. It doesn't mean he didn't life. love me. But I think, like, as an from a later stage yeah. in life, it's like I don't really mourn him anymore. Um, I'm and I'm not sad that he's gone. Like I really used to mourn and be like, oh my god, I'm so sad. But now I'm just like, oh, like, you know, he did. He was doing what he had to do, and I'm just doing what I have to do. Like, it's not a big deal to me, but not for the reason I think that people think. I think there was a time where he was really present in my life, even though he wasn't. Do you have uncles and aunties there that you've I've never met? met them, or, or but, you know, they're in Zagreb. And when dad died, it was like everyone trying to get his shit because they're poor. So there was like, you know, it's just like family oh. drama. And oh, yeah. yeah, but oh, I, it's yeah. funny. I got a, I don't really talk to any of them over there, but I got a message like, I don't know, last week from a random cousin over there and she sent me some photos of us when we were over there when we were nine and it's like literally me doing like these gangster poses um oh, wow. in like a full adidas right, outfit no. like <laughs> what a piece of shit and um, i was like oh shit i do remember that and she was like you know we all said that girl is destined to be a star she's gonna take after her dad and she's like and now look at you and i was like you guys have different understanding of what a star is like in, their, <laughs> in their mind they're like wow Bianca's so famous and she's doing so well in Australia and I'm like ah yeah she's on a podcast but if you go over there you might be the Danny Minogue oh, of- I was on the front cover of this Croatian magazine when I was nine it was so weird like we went over there to do like a uh an article for my dad literally it was Great like his, his it was his John Farnham farewell um you know album guest and they were like you know taking photos or whatever and then we're walking down the street like a week later and I was like what the fuck it was like just me my brother and my mum and my dad all on the front cover it was such a trip oh, um, it would be a trip that would slow be news day. yeah oh my god slow news day yeah <laughs> <laughs> wow so then I, switching- I find that, sorry I find that so fascinating because it's like we went from you dropping the fact that you know your dad's dead and and, and Dylan and I going ah to, <laughs> to just going well unpacking really what seems to be a complex relationship with the dad that has now been you know you know passed away for quite some time so thank you yeah, for sharing had the the loss of a parent how has that influenced your approach to you know longevity like living longer and things like that do you think about whether that's a thing that's been passed on to you. Oh, a thousand percent. Like, I mean, I guess in everyone's family now, everyone's got cancer in their family, you know, Mm. but I, I feel like with my dad, it was definitely a lifestyle. Like, you know, he's Croatian, so he smoked and drank a lot. They do smoke a lot over there. It's insane. Like I couldn't believe it. Like it's, it's so weird. Like even now it's been, you know, over 10 years since I've been there, but I remember being in a restaurant and just going, holy moly. They're, everyone's smoking. Not like one yeah. person, like like just like, mm. oh, my God. They yeah. love to smoke and they love to drink. And obviously because my family here is Croatian too, it's like a part of the lifestyle that you drink. And so 
I feel like a lot of the uh, risk factors of just being Croatian are quite high. So like, mm. yeah, there's definitely cancer and my granddad's had a stroke and, you know, that my dad died of cancer and, you know, like I'm not the healthiest person in the sense that I have chronic illnesses and, you know, it does concern me that, yeah, maybe I'm not going to, well, I know I'm not going to live forever, but I like I don't have a great shot at it. I don't right. think. To- what are the, can we ask what the chronic illnesses are? Sure. So I have Hashimoto's, which is hypothyroidism. Oh, yes. Okay. And I got diagnosed with cirrhotic arthritis in 2017, uh, which is arthritis brought on by psoriasis. Like, so that rare. must be well, horrific. <laughs> Oh, mate. Oh, Honestly, my God. Nightmare. You don't understand. It's really bad. Because okay, so, so can you explain? So for I know what it is. I don't know what, yeah. like, so all three words that oh, came out there, man. Hashimoto's, <laughs> Hashimoto's, psoriasis, and arthritis. Well, arthritis, I guess I have an understanding of. Yeah. It, so go. let's go step by step. So Hashimoto's. Okay, so Hashimoto's, I was diagnosed when I was, like, 14. That's been fine. I mean, you, you know. It's you more a- common than people think. Yeah, it's a very common thing. And when you're medicated, it's pretty fine. I and think what what is it? What 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 does it affect? Where does it uh, show up? What it like Oh, it affects everything. That's the thing. This little tiny gland in your throat, your thyroid. Yeah. Um, literally when it's out of whack, it just affects everything. Your so immune if your system, your immune system, like your mood, it can give you jaundice. It can change your like um what John, this is when you go yellow, Dill. It's it's it, it's crazy. Oh, sorry, sorry. sorry. sorry I thought you might know that. Um, no, that, yeah, bit just... I, that bit I know. The, oh um, right. So yeah, because I always associate like meeting someone else who's had it before, but it's that thing where it's like John is always it's like it's what you you know babies usually get it if the parents smoke and drank throughout pregnancy. So when you my, see my it, niece, my niece got it three days in. Apparently, it's yeah, still yeah. common. Three days in. Yeah. Three days in, she was jaundiced. And yeah, she couldn't stop mom- smoking. She was in yeah. Zagreb. But then, <laughs> <Yeah>. Yeah. Um, so, so that was fine. I mean, like, though, that was my life, having Hashimoto's, whatever. I, I'd and, always had psoriasis, but it was, like, nothing too major. What, so Hashimoto's, what, what is it, um, when it's bad, what, oh. what have you experienced? Uh, what What's, like, a bad thing that yeah. happened? So, you know, like, when... Um, on TV, they'll make a joke about someone gaining weight and they're like, oh, maybe it's glandular, like, or maybe mm, you've got a yeah. thyroid problem. So if you have an underactive thyroid, um, basically you're sluggish, you gain weight, your metabolism slows down, um, you have no energy. And that would be me if I don't use my, uh, okay. I don't take my meds. So was that the start of the uh, diagnosis? It was like initially you started feeling really sluggish and stuff or what? No, made, I mean, what? I was 14 and I was at the chiropractor uh, and he was like, he just said to my mom, is there a history of, you know, thyroid problems in your family? And my mom was like, yes, actually. You went, Shut I up. You're not a real it. doctor. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know why we're fucking here, but uh, he, he was like, her, her glands are swollen. You should get that checked out. And uh, yeah, sure enough. Uh, so I had it all, I had it all checked out because I have uh, lymphatic issues. And so they had to check if it was a thyroid problem as well. Yeah. It's quite common because all your glands fill up. And, yes. Yeah. Okay. So anyway. the medication's now there and everything's more or less under control as long as you're on top of your meds. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. I, I, do you want a chronological? Yes. Do you want? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So chronologically, that's diagnosed at 14. And my health is like bad, but not because of my thyroid. It's just because of my lifestyle, right? Like, And what's I, in the um, lifestyle of 14? Well, okay. Let's say like age 15, 15 mm. onwards, I was like a real party gal, you know, mm. um, social drinking, but social drinking in Australia, also social drinking as a Croatian. So like, you know, Smoking? I was just, I started smoking when I was 18. So okay. yeah. illicit was, substances. Yeah. You know what? You know what? I didn't try any illicit substances um, until I moved to Melbourne. I remember everyone was like. Until I turned 12. Yeah. No, they were like, (laughs) oh, you're going to love Melbourne. The drug experimentation is just so great. And I was like, come on, drugs. I'm not going to do drugs. And then, yeah, uh, yeah, I did drugs. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No. Okay. So chronologically, lifestyle wasn't good. And, you know. Okay, so you get- and then and then at twenty seventeen, okay, it's twenty seventeen. I was doing some crocheting, 
making yeah. a blanket. Which yeah. is um, not like a euphemism for some sort of party drug. No. That- <laughs> yeah, I was just doing the crochet. Do, do you know what Croatia? Uh, Cro- uh, Croatia. Yeah, that's when <laughs> her, her parents rooted and had her. Yeah. That's it's, how you it's, get a Croatia. It's not knitting. It's, it's the one needle with the hook. I love that you know that. Yeah, it is. Well, it's I, the have, one... I, I have a, I have a daughter, and so we 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 occasionally crochet uh, together. That's so cute. Crochet. I mean, uh, look, all I can do is uh, is is a beanie, and and it never fits. <laughs> so yeah. Oh, I can only make a blanket. I I just yeah, go around yeah. and yeah. around yeah. and around. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. when I do it, I fixate. So I was I did maybe eight hours of crocheting, mm-hmm. and then the next day I woke up and I was in excruciating pain. I couldn't move my body, and um, I thought I had DOMS. From like doing the crochet, like a, like, like a dominatrix thing, no, like sub and dom. <laughs> no, um, like delayed, where's the whips? I've just got this little hook. onset muscle soreness. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. From after weightlifting weights. Yeah. From doing that, I yeah. thought like, oh, this is throwing me over the edge. But it was actually um, arthritis. I found out later. I was bedridden for probably about two weeks. It got Whoa. so bad I could not. I could not dress myself. So, like hey, was that labelized as juvenile arthritis or not? No, because I was like, 27? I was 27. Oh, you're 27. Okay. So yeah, yeah. And so, like, my husband was having to undress me in the morning and we would run a really hot bath to try and warm up my joints. And then eventually I could, like, move. But I was in constant pain. I, like, my entire body was inflamed. I was just mm. so much pain. And um, doctors eventually came to the conclusion, oh, it's psoriatic arthritis. Um, and that's really where my problems began. Like that was a diagnosis that really changed my life. Um, because one, it made me get sober, which was one thing. Um, but then, you know, it's just a disease that is so exhausting. And one thing that people don't really understand about, like, I get, I guess the thing about having an invisible illness like Hashimoto's or, um, arthritis is, the drain it causes on your body, like the fatigue, it's its more the mental fight that you're having constantly than the actual physical pain itself. And can I ask as well with that mental stuff with, with a family member who has a similar issue, is also putting up the facade that you're okay. Like, yeah. like that I assume that that would take a lot of its toll because you don't want to impede on other people's lifestyles, but because it's invisible, you also, mm. it's, it's, you, can't, you don't want to talk about it all the time to let people know, I presume. I mean... Like, like 2021, I'm guessing because of the stress of being in like the fifth lockdown and just a lot of things that were happening with me personally, I had a full on like breakdown as in, oh, and also like like my thyroid medication was off and like my uh, thyroid levels were like 150 times what they're meant to be, which is really bad. And so I just had this massive flare up and I could not. Like I was so tired and I was just so exhausted and it was literally like a breaking point. And it took me a really long time to realize that like, oh, I am not a healthy person. Like I actually cannot live my life the way other people live. I don't get to have the carefree lifestyle that other people do. And so last year really was a year of me taking my health into my own hands and being like preventative medicine is what I want to do. And Mm. now I I would say like everything I do is first and foremost, how can I not exhaust myself? How can I do better by my body? Because if I don't treat it well, it will literally put me to the floor. I won't be able to move. So it's so, like the only way I get to live a life yeah. that resembles a normal life is to do so much fucking shit to make sure I'm healthy. Just totally. to catch up, just to catch up to everyone else. Just to catch up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so in order to even exceed, you know, the average kind of lifestyle, you have to put in that much more. Oh, and yeah. and and it's interesting. Okay, so there's a few things I want to uh, unpack there. Number one, I, I think it's in, it's quite it's such a interesting thing when you use the word invisible um, uh, disease, because that's true. That's the that's the real frustration about certain things. Like if you had a broken knee or like you injured your knee and you had a cast, people have like a lot more. Um, compassion for it because they're like, oh, we can see it. You know, it's there, it's there. We're like, oh no, she needs a help sitting down. But when it's something to do with if it's mental illness or if it's something to do with internally like that, it's a really, I think we're getting better as people to try and give people that that trust that when they say they're not quite there, it isn't laziness. It is, it's this thing I saw on Instagram, which was like, you know, if you are at 30% and you give 30%, you're actually giving a hundred percent. Like yeah. if all you have 
in the tank is 30%, yeah. then, and you're giving all of that, people around you need to know that. Like, hey, I know you're, I, it, it's, it's 30% compared to what you're putting in, but trust me, I'm giving you my best. So mm-hmm. if there's that trust with the people you work around, like you work in teams, you work, you know, you've got your podcast and things like that, like people around you knowing that and trusting you helps from both perspectives from A, not letting you necessarily um, like give false expectations for yourself, you mm-hmm. know, and, and recognizing that. And that sort of takes so much fucking courage and effort to be able to recognize that as well, because it, it must be such a frustrating feeling. And, and uh, in the sense that it, it must be hard not to turn inwards and, and, and make that something that, you know, brings you down even further going, why the fuck do I have to work as twice as hard. I want to have to put so much shit in just mm. to catch up to the, the average lifestyle. You know what I mean? Oh, a hundred percent. I think like I used to get frustrated with my body because I could not do the things that other people would do. Right. Like mm. I would want to go to that party and I, it would be like three o'clock on the day that my friends were going to a party that I've been looking forward to. And I just, there's nothing in the tank and I have to be like, I cannot go. And I used to cry because I was like, I want to live the life that I can do this. Or I would, I kept canceling gigs that I need and want to do, but I couldn't do it because I was so tired. And I used to just like cry and get so frustrated with my body. But there was this saying that I uh, heard that I carry with me a lot, which is pain is inevitable. Suffering is not. And just accepting that like, this is what it is. Like this is Mm. how my body is and I can't change it has just helped the mental load of not having to also, because I, because I'm not going to be able to move, right? Like if I've lost the energy and I do have to sit on the couch, just accept it because getting frustrated with it makes the situation worse. It's not going to fix it. And it's not going to make me get up and Mm. be able to go to the party anyway. So sometimes I do feel like a prisoner in my own body. Sometimes I do feel like I'm letting people down you know, sometimes I do, yeah, get a little bit frustrated that I have this condition, but at the same time, like I I am grateful for a lot of the things it's given me because I'm more in tune with my body. I have better boundaries with other people because I have to, I can, I, I only spend time with people that I genuinely want to, and I feel Mm -hmm. good energy from them. Like if I'm with someone and they're draining my energy, I'm like, this isn't a good connection. I got to go. Well, I assume it helps with priorities because if you've only got so much limited energy, then you've also got only so much limited time. So you only Mm -hmm. want to invest in, in, in things that are worthy to you and benefit you. Exactly. Like I realized that time and energy is my most precious resource. And so I'm very cautious of the way and very conscious of the way that I spend it. And I don't give a lot of people my time because yeah, no. yeah I spend most of my time with myself. Because, okay. Well, thanks yeah. for coming. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> no, this is great. This is fun. Well, this is why I was going to say, which is why I'm really grateful then that you, you know, you made time for this. Cause I, again, it's just, yeah, it's again, it's a, we haven't had anyone speak about it. Like, I think sometimes, you know, people have different issues, but it's just like, you know, it's like you, you, you're you not managing one illness. You're actually kind of managing two, which then, you know, one medication, does it, does one medication affect the other medication? Is it a balancing act between the two yeah. or are they, are they separate or? No, I've got to have like medication by my bed first thing when I wake up, because that needs like an hour on its own before I have anything else. And then, you know, I mean, I used to take injections, but thankfully that stopped because- mm really annoying having trying to get rid of a sharp spin i mean these are just logistically it's annoying having what's a sharp spin like the bin with the needles you can't just Ah. chuck them out in the green bin you've got to like take them to a chemist but not all chemists want them and it's just like really frustrating it's a little yellow bin keep it in the little yellow bin that's why i would not be a good junkie i would just be like fuck this but But i understand why they leave them lying around i get it like but also someone's explaining to me as well it's like yeah you see the yellow bin but if it's in public you know and yeah people then injections for anything but they're still very much associated with people with with an addiction so there might be a woman you go going through ivf and just going like having to explain yourself while you put the needles in you're like no no no, i'm 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 I'm, I'm spending money on 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 new life it's diabetes (laughs) like yeah just like let them i know actually it's it's true every time i do see a sharp spin i have the initial reaction of like which is so rude and then i have to remind myself like no one, junkies are people too. And two, um, yeah, it's probably there for medical purposes. Mm. And also I'm like, I also need a sharp spin occasionally. So And their time is precious too. It takes a lot of time to score. 
<laughs> it really, you know what? It's not easy. Yeah, Although yeah. then again, I live in St Kilda, so totally. I think it is easy. But to be honest, <laughs> it, I think life is easy now because pay phones are free. It's easy for them to organise deals. So Yeah, there you go. <laughs> are they really free now? They are free now, yeah. So oh, uh, yeah, there's no, a pay no, phone no. across the street from me. And okay, I'm like, what? Can I just tell you the funnest thing to do? So can you see the pay phone from your place? No. Okay, because what I like to do with my kids sometimes <laughs> Is, is if you call the payphone to your mobile, it has a fixed landline. So what you do is you find yourself at a oh cafe. God, I can't. And you. so what you do is you can call the payphone. And it's amazing to see who picks up. It's such a fun game. I cannot stress this if anyone, if you ever have a good day. Yeah, it, what it, if it's like you're fucking Keanu Reeves and it's Dennis Hopper on the other line and there's a bomb on a bus and you're just it, fucking. Yeah. Or what it, it's giving phone booths with Colin Farrell. And yes. I. <laughs> Well, my favorite is once I did it and I called up and then I said, I said, I need help. I need help. And then the person behind the, was like this older guy goes, I don't have time for this today. And then just hung up on me. I was like, well, come on. <laughs> come on. Like, yeah, no, I, this is not my fight, mate. Yeah, yeah. No, but I just love the people who answer it because it's it rattles people. Well, what because, do you say? What do you say to people? Uh, you, you, do you like, have something prepared that you're like, I know what I'm going to say? Or you're like, I'll wait. For the so, vibe of what they say when they pick up. Um, one, one, the, my favourite one to do is to make people feel good. Is so because there's a particular place in a particular suburb. I don't want to give it away because it's too much fun. It's my payphone, and um, and so what you do is when they walk past, uh, you just go, "Hey, I just want to say," and it's and it's a real mix. I just want to say, I just want to say, you look absolutely fabulous in that green jacket. <laughs> I would. See? Die. That is Kiefer Sutherland shit. <laughs> it's amazing. And then, this is literally they... Die Hard 3 with a vengeance. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, yeah. I don't understand, like, what thing I've ever heard in my life. I'm so, so sorry. Anyway, this is, what you, this is what you do when you need more material for your 2023 comedy festival show. Yeah, actually, that's really, you know what, I'm out okay, of that's, really, that. that's the other one. You know what the other one I've done is I put a GPS on a bicycle hoping someone could steal it so I can track them down and have a conversation. <laughs> This is what happens when you have kids. Yeah. <laughs> and this is why I have too an much time IUD, in your hands. okay? I don't, well, I can't be out so there following people on bicycles. I can. It's a great thing when you've got the app. <laughs> you yeah, insane, but yeah. I, I love it. Yes. Um, you were saying there were things that you have to do, a shitload of things that you have to do in order to just feel like you can catch up to people so let's break some of those down now you were telling me this morning you let's like describe today for example that okay spin class but before yeah. Spin, yeah so i i i have a gym membership that's the one thing like i have and i try to work out i try to move my body every single day even if it's just like a 15 minute walk on a rest day but i mm. probably work out five to six times a day no a, a week. week a week yep. yeah um, and then, yeah, today. Okay, so today I had spin class at 6.30. Mm. Um, usually I get up at 6 every day, but I had to leave the house at 6 for this one. So I mm. woke up at 5 mm. uh, because I like to meditate for half an hour every day. Nice. And mm. even though I was leaving early in the morning, I was like, I still want to do that. So. And what does your meditation look like? Do you use an app? Is it a guided thing? Is it? It's, Can... it's just sitting... <laughs> And meditating. I used to do the guided thing. Do you do a focus on breath? Do you just focus on thoughts? What on do you sounds? do? Sounds. So yeah. I uh, sit on my balcony and I live in a really beautiful, um, very shady area. So there's just lots of birds. So I'll mm. sit on my balcony and just calm my mind and listen for the songs of the bird song and just keep moving my thought train to the next bird that I hear. Right. To all of the sounds around me and then it kind of and you set the mind. time on your phone or whatever well, for this half is an the thing this is the thing this is why i don't do a guided one because i'm very much about not using my phone very much so right. in the afternoon um i will just put my phone on flight mode and i lock it in a cage in a cupboard in my house in a cage or a in cupboard a cage, <laughs> in, a cage. in this tiny little cage it is actually a phone cage and then i hang on sorry the- like an actual cage cage yeah how do you unlock the cage? It's know, got a it? key right next to it, but I, I mean, it, I just unlock it. Yeah. Okay. I do I like love it. this. The, the, I, like I do it. like the process. There is, a, there is a genuine barrier between you and the phone. Yes. It just yeah. makes it hard. Like sometimes when you're trying to quit a bad habit, 
it's like just make the habit harder to do mm. you can't just tell yourself don't do it yeah you just make it a little bit harder and so for me I found that I was scrolling on my phone when I didn't want to be aimlessly using it so I would put it in a different room but that wasn't enough because I can just walk into the room and grab it so I was like put it turn it off stick it in a cage lock the cage and so you know when I first got the cage there would be times that I'd be like oh I want to check something on Instagram but I'd be like, oh, that's so much effort. So I just like, mm. won't bother about it. And now I don't, like I go, Mondays are phone-free days. So Sunday the phone gets turned off and I don't look at it until Tuesday. Um, wow. We were I just talking about, we were talking about this previously that like my phone went dead for three days and it was a great, oh. a great three days. But the idea of doing it once a such week. That's a shame such... you're missing Mad Mondays at the Comics Lounge because you're not. <laughs> <laughs> what a shame. But. <laughs> I, I like um, a show that hasn't happened in like 10 years. <laughs> yeah. Because everyone switched their phone off on Monday. They're like, no one's coming. No one's coming. No one's going to be here. Um, but so this is the thing. I, I, I also then don't like to use my phone in the morning. I try to go as long as I can at minimum two hours if I can, but sometimes right. I go longer. So I love, love, love this. What about yeah, before so bed? The- What's the last sort of time you give yourself to use the phone before bed? Oh, well, I, I mean, I never have it past six. Like I would never have it past six o'clock. But um, usually like if I get home, say like after this, I would just chuck it. Like who do I need to talk to? Well, can I then ask, because a lot of stuff content on your stage, on stage is about uh, dating and and stuff like that. So how do you maintain the the texting and the... I don't. I don't. Like I... Ah, the advantage of having people want you (laughs) as opposed (laughs) to the other way around. What is it like turning down people? (laughs) I absolutely hated dating for the annoyingness of having to text people. Like online dating just started to become so annoying because people were so sensitive. Like I would message someone. I'd be like, oh, uh, do you want to meet up for like tonight, free tonight? And they would say, I'm not, I'm not free until Wednesday. And it would be Friday. And I'd be like, yeah, okay, no worries. Well, just message me on Wednesday and we'll tee it up. Like it's all good to go. But then they would be like, they'd message me in between, like just to chat. And I'm like, I would just say, I'd be like, hey, I really don't do the chat thing. It's all good. Like, you don't need to keep checking in with me. We're all set for a date on Wednesday. I'll Uh see you on Wednesday. Like I'm committed. I put the time aside. But then they keep messaging because they're afraid they're going to lose the connection. And then eventually I'd be like, fuck off. Or they wouldn't, I wouldn't text them back because I'm not looking at my phone and they would disconnect after a date. So like, it Mm. actually was just so annoying. I was like, how fragile is your ego that you need to be in constant contact with me? But isn't that, that um, that's what, that's the problem with that, that kind of, that, that norm, that the, the conversation needs to be going because otherwise if you lose that connectivity, therefore you lose everything. Because again, and, and it's in people's head. That's like. And, and it is this thing no. where we think in this day and age that we, people should be on demand at all times. That is mm. the understanding. Mm. Like just this morning, I went to spin class and I was meeting my girlfriend there. and. I had my phone off. It was in the cage. Yeah. <laughs> just as I was leaving the house, I grabbed it from the cage, but I didn't turn it on. Right. We get to spin class and she was late. And she was like, I messaged you asking you, like last night asking if you could pick me up. And I didn't realize that you weren't. And I was like, oh, I didn't have my phone. And she was like, what do you mean? She's like, you were coming to meet me. Like, what if I wasn't coming? I was like, but I would still go. Like I would still mm. be here. And I was like, and the thing is for me, I'm like, if, um, like on Mondays, if I make plans with someone to go grab a coffee and they message me saying that they can't come, but I've don't have seen the message obviously because I don't have my phone. I'm yeah. like, well, then that's on me. Like I'm making the choice right. to attend to something. And I would rather go to have the coffee and they don't show up. And I'm like, well, I guess they messaged me. I'll check it tomorrow. Yeah. Wow. Um, I love the freedom of that of, of that. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I'm yet ready for something like that, but I love logistically, logistically with kids. It's just well, with kids, it's different. It's different. It's different. But, but I think the thing is, is that it's letting go of that freedom. Cause I used to be stressed like yeah. today, the, the fear of like, Oh, I wonder if she would expect a lift. I wonder if she's texted me. Did pop up, but I was like, but it's not my responsibility. And I'm not wow. going to, I, like, I don't like turning my phone on before I've done my morning exercise. I don't like looking at it within an hour since I've woken up. So I'm not oh, turning it on and I'm not looking so at it. Good. It's not my responsibility yeah. to, you know, like. Yeah. And, you, and, and the I, thing is, you can, do, you can do versions of that. Like, I, 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 I try not to look at my phone until after the kids have had breakfast and, you know, for instance, so 
I've already been up for an hour and a bit, and 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 before bed, like I'm trying to give myself an hour before I, going to bed. It doesn't always happen because before you know it, you're like, oh, what time is bloody swimming lessons? And you're like, oh, yeah. it's not in my head; it's all in my calendar. <laughs> I can't yeah, remember my, all these times. Like, I pulled up a tweet by this guy Adam Grant. He has some interesting stuff. Um, but he said, uh, how quickly someone answers you is rarely a sign of how much they care about you. Delayed replies to emails, texts, and calls are often symptoms of being overwhelmed. Unless it's urgent, the true test of a relationship isn't the speed of the response, it's the quality of attention. And I think I really want to start surrounding myself with people who back that up. Because I do feel like I'm letting people down um, when I haven't gotten back to them. And, and you know, there's, I, do, I, I want to be better at it, but there's also an element of me going, I need to start learning that it's okay. And not everything has to get immediate attention and everyone has their own shit. You know what I mean? And we're all dealing with our own shit and we should be allowing in us to do that. line of work, it's hard, really. Like, you know. Oh, like, yeah, but, but it's not impossible. Funny. You can yeah, just be better at it. Yeah, yeah but, but I think people think that, like, I'm on my phone all the time. Like, people are like, but you're instagram like you're updated like people you're constantly posting totally. and i'm like but I, it's an that's illusion true. i am yeah. not on my phone that's I, I true you you do like store like since i we, we worked together a couple of weeks ago i've been following you on instagram and there's like yeah you're constantly posting content and funny yeah. stories and things like that so i think i would have assumed that yeah. you're the type of person who's constantly but on I'm the really phone not. so ah. and that's why i do meditate like i bought an alexa and she changed my life because I don't have to touch my phone. I'll just let Alexa set an alarm for 30 minutes and then I just meditate. And and I've like sleep is the most important thing to me. So I don't set an alarm. I just trust my body clock and I just wake up. Wow. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. While I, I fantasize that is, about that world. Do you know, do you know today I literally was like, I need to get up. I'm not even going to set an alarm. Like I could miss the spin class. Like I know I won't, but I, and I was just like to my body, wake me up at five. Ugh, I love it. I love did. it. I'd rather um, not be woken uh, up with daddy. Yeah. I've wet the bed again. Okay, cool. Good morning. Yeah. Good to morning. be fair, I'm sure there's some daddies in. Because yeah, been. I mean, no, actually, you know what? I recently slept with this guy and I was like, um, you know, I, Oh, how do you feel about you know me calling you daddy? And he was like, I fucking hate it. And I was like, Well, won't be seeing from you again. I, what do you mean? What do you mean you hate it? And he was like, I just don't like it. I'm like, Okay, well, this is just not gonna work. <laughs> Why wouldn't he like it? I don't understand. What 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 what's the issue with it? I agree. What was the issue? Why would he not like it? Because it doesn't it, make any sense. Well, hang on, if Ben, if you suddenly became single and you're back in the dating scene, and you know a girl you're sleeping with says, "Can I call you daddy?" You're like, nah, actually, my, my six, seven-year-old daughter calls me that, so I'm not sure if no, I'm comfortable. No, do it. You're done here. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's, 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 yeah that's, how would it. you feel? It's, a, it's different, though, I think, maybe. It's different. It depends on how young the um, woman I'm dating. Okay, well, it's a wrap, guys. <laughs> I, love, I love that. You're like, well, okay, if I was single again, she'd be young, she'd be hot, yeah. Well, if it is, I think, I think if, if she was the same age as me, I don't think the term daddy would fly. No, this is the... This is a common misconception. Uh, please so, share. Yes. Allow me, please. People <laughs> think that the whole daddy thing is about older men. Um, yeah, that's what uh, I assumed it was. But it's not. It's 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 an embodiment. It's it's a it's a dom and sub role. So like, I like being a sub, but I only like doing it in like the daddy play thing. Uh, you know what? I want to say that I don't have daddy issues, but I feel like I I feel like I probably do. I think we've really bookended this episode very well. <laughs> But yeah, it's it's more just about them playing the role of like being daddy and telling me what to do. Um, and the thing is, is that it's a role where they're a dom, but they're like caring and they um, take care of you. Mm. And obviously I've just like never had that with, um, well, you know, it's not just that I didn't have that with my dad. It's also that every man I've ever dated, I've raised them. So like yeah. in my mind, it would be like, it's of course it's a fucking fantasy to have. We well, don't want to take, you, yeah. You don't want to take over the role of caring for yourself and someone else. No, especially with all the stuff that you said. Yeah, you need to do. Which I, by the way, sorry, I don't want to pause the daddy chat, but at the same time, I do want to make sure that we covered across all the actual things that you do do. So, so you try and move every day. You get meditation in. Yeah, so um, I go, I go and you that. cut back. You don't drink anymore. I don't drink. I'm three and a half years sober. Nice one. Clap it out. Clap it out. Thank clap you. it out. I quit smoking. Uh huh. Uh, I drink 
like four liters of water a day. I don't drink any, like anything other than water. How, how do you, how do you maintain the four liters? Do you have like four different liter bottles to make sure um, that you get through or one bottle, that- bottle with me at all times? And I'm just, I just gulp it back. Like I used to be like, just have it with me and I'll sip it. But now I'm just like, fucking drink it. It's funny. Oh. I, 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 I'm trying to drink more water as well. And, uh, and I sip a lot of black coffee, which, uh, and then I just add water, like add water to it and then I just sip it that. So after a while I like I just find myself just sipping the whole time. And when I and I just came back from camping and all my mates are drinking but I'm not. And so it's quite funny because then like at the end I just realized I drank more water when I was camping because they're always drinking and I'm always just sipping and if and if it's in sort of like a key cup you sort of sip and I Pretend it's not water. Pretend like it's some hot, cool beverage. I don't know. Like, you know, yeah. like, you know, oh, hello. Uh, <laughs> Daddy's at the campfire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's, uh, no, I agree. I find like, I, I don't know. It's funny because when I go out with my friends, like maybe I'll, I'll get a mocktail, maybe they'll get one and then they're drinking. And so they're going like, you know, they're smashing the drinks. I'm like, do you want another one? I'm like, why would I drink like, so much sugar drink like yeah. what the yeah. fuck like i'm like who would sit back and drink like a carton of coke no yeah. one would do that oh you're but speaking it's... to the wrong person i would drink like 15 vbs easily like just mm. smash them back but like when you're drinking something you're just like that doesn't have alcohol well, the, like, yeah this is so it's so madness how much we consume of alcohol when because that's the, the drunker we get the more we forget how uncomfortable we are you know, we're chasing the high of being drunk. Whereas when you're drinking sugar, it's just you're very aware of how fucking gross it's starting to taste. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's like your 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 mind, your brain starts I shifting. So. Yeah. yeah, I guess so. Um, so what's, hey, what's, so what do you what so what are your indulgences then? Like what do you what do you really then? If you've taken all this out, oh what God. what what has stayed in? You're gonna fucking hate me of what I'm, I'm gonna, gonna say. Like you. sleep, <laughs> sleep, <laughs> sleep. <laughs> really good sleep um like for me a treat is like oh I'll book like today so I, I go to my regular gym and it's a great gym I've got like a sauna a hydrotherapy spa, spa a steam room like that that Speaking is a, language. a yeah that is a method of like that's a real treat it's a real um indulgence you're speaking to someone who has a sauna in their backyard shut up yeah. oh four person finish sauna in backyard that's the dream. It, it is. That's, and it how is. does it feel to be living my dream? Oh, someone explained to me at camping. They were like, oh, so you're still doing that sort of thing? I was like, absolutely. It's, uh, six, it's six days a week. I take Sundays off. And, I, and then I realized, it's like, so what is it? And I was like, that's actually my spiritual place. Yeah, <laughs> like, right? It is, it is where I am whole and one with myself. <laughs> yeah, like... I agree. Like, being in the sauna, oh, my God. Like, that is heaven for me. But like for me, a treat will be, yeah, like today was a treat to book a cycle class at like not my gym, but like a cycle bar where, you know, mm. it's like really fancy and it's like a disco. Like that's mm. what I will spend my money on as a treat. Or like if I want to catch up with my friends, like let's go to do a flotation tank or, mm. you know, like more like. Make sure you don't have any cuts on you. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Those Ooh. are some spicy cuts. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. Like I was, in the previous episode, we talked about me going to a nude beach and I've got sunburned in pretty like sensitive areas. Oh. If I went to a floating tank now. Oh yeah. Did you, did you, did you slip slop slap? Or yeah, I did. We talked about it. Did you slip slop wank? Yeah. Um, like, yeah, I did actually. Uh, no, the previous episode, we talked about how I forgot to sunscreen before going to the beach. So it's quite awkward. Normally I just sunscreen when I get there, but I was like, oh shit, I actually can't like rub, you know. Oh. You know, <laughs> you can't. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. yeah, it's really, really hard. Uh, well, not hard. I mean, it's uh, you know, <laughs> it's it's placid, but uh, yeah. the uh, I so. yeah, yeah, it was. I kept it holy. I kept it wholesome. Yeah, um, like uh, but okay. yes, okay. So we need to wrap up though. Yes. Uh, Bianca, please, please, please tell our listeners where they can find you, the other work you do, your podcast that's insanely popular. Please tell us all those details. Yes. Okay, so you can find me on Instagram at Bianca Ismailovsky. I just did. <laughs> <laughs> and Bianca is spelt with a K, not a C. Yeah. Um, and I made that mistake. <laughs> <laughs> so many fucking people do. And also like that's the thing people mispronounce because they, they say Bianca. 
Yeah. But it's Bianca. Yeah. Bianca. Um, uh, no one thinks of you as a Wonka for saying yeah, that. Yeah, thank God. But she That's likes why to dance. I was like, no, it's Bianca. Yeah. It's like, I used to get B Wanker at school mm. and I'm like, okay, I've okay. given out a couple that's, of hand jobs. But that's pretty that's pretty good. <laughs> is it very imaginative, these kids? It's old school. Um, it's old school. Oh, but it's classic Croat. <laughs> <laughs> that is classic Croat, yeah. Um, oh, oh by by Wanker. There you go. By Wanker. Yeah. Wanker. Yeah. Um, so on the instance, what's the podcast called? So the podcast is called Sad and Sexy. Uh, I do it with my friend. She's another comedian. And uh, you can also see my show, which will be touring um, this year. It's called Like Godzilla. And, uh, yeah, it'll be in Adelaide, Melbourne, and Sydney. And if you're international, it'll be in Hollywood Fringe. So (laughs) that's right. Hopped off the plane at LAX. Oh, my God. I want to go to Hollywood. (laughs) (laughs) I've never wanted to go to Hollywood more, but I became so obsessed with Sunset Boulevard that I just could. I just can't believe how much I want to go because wait, of that. Wait, is that, is, wait, do, do you mean the show Selling Sunset or are yes. you talking about just no, the selling, sunset? No, Selling Sunset. No, there's also a TV show called Sunset Boulevard with me. No, but Perry. I meant Selling Sunset. Selling Sunset. <laughs> I haven't, I honestly have not seen it, but can you just describe? Okay. Is it a reality show? No, it's like forced drama, but I'm actually, again, this just shows you me. I, I love property, so I kind of fast forward through the drama and go straight to the property and go, oh, God, there are people in Hollywood with such bad taste. Yes. I, I, I love you both, but I do have an appointment that I have to run off to. Oh, okay. So you can continue this set. No, we'll we'll finish the finish. plugs. We'll finish the plugs. We'll finish the our plugs. plugs. Our plugs are, plugs are basically my show, Star Heartstopper, is on sale now at comedy.com.au or dorukjay.com. Or uh, and my other podcast, um, uh, The Driver's Seat, for, with the listener Definitely. app. Check Please out. check that out. Uh, thank you much, Ben. Your show is called Any More Questions with Ben Lomas. Only 12 shows? Uh, shows? Yes, I, I think it's only 10, but I may be doing yeah. Sydney, uh, but they're selling quickly. Uh, last year's show it was absolutely amazing. But again, uh, think of a question. Uh, you can ask it, and uh, who knows where the show goes, um, uh, which is be- absolutely amazing. Bianca, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. That thank was you. such a fucking roller coaster of an episode. Right. Uh, we really, 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 really good. Appreciate really appreciate it. Thank we didn't you so get much. To talk about sobriety. I'm so sorry. I know. We'll and also, I, I wanted to talk about celibacy and how that went down. Oh my but God. Now, yeah. Another time. We'll have to do a follow up. Hey, guys. Uh, all the best. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>